welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Richard, the podcast announcer here, gladly introducing our October surprise. Our celebration month is upon us. Every day this October, Fred pulls from his bag of quotes a random thought. We'll make a comment or two, perhaps, and then commend all the day's thoughts given to the Holy Ghost with a prayer asking Him to encourage our affections as He wills. Thank you for listening and making the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast a viable ministry. And now, here's your host, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, as always, and by the mercies of God, I am the host. And not only your host, but I'm greatly enjoying our October celebration. I've I've enjoyed this a lot, meditating and reading on these quotes from other uh, teachers of the Word of God, other men of God. And I love reading smart people, and normally we would be Today, reaching into our bag of quotes to get a random quote from a random theologian. But today, however, I'm cheating a little bit. I'm cheating in the fact that this quote is not random. It's not from my bag of quotes, and I have had a few days to think about it. But I think it is of key importance. All that being said, we are going to look today at a quote from a man named Neil Postman, I got the quote from a sermon I heard this weekend, and the pastor was quoting Neil Postman. I think his book is called Entertaining Ourselves, or Amusing Ourselves to Death, I believe is the name of it. And it seemed very profound in the moment, and especially profound in prayer. But he said this, We know everything about that we can do nothing about, and we know nothing about that, which we can do everything about. I know nothing of when Mr. Postman wrote his, uh, wrote that sentence, or those two sentences. But what I do know is even if he wrote it the day before yesterday, it's worse today than it was when he wrote it. And the whole idea is that we know, I would even say intricately, all kinds of things and all kinds of dangers that we can do nothing about And I would modify his quote a little bit as well, asserting that we willingly know nothing about that which we can do something about. And it's profound. It's profound for my culture right now because it is true with the Internet age, with social media. We know intricately all kinds of stuff that we perceive as bad or dangerous that we can do nothing about. And yet we have a very tough time finding those things, finding those things that we can do something about. And I thought of several ways to illustrate this, but I'm going to do, use none of them because we do know there are great things going on everywhere in the world, in every culture, that we as Christians do, are not able to affect. We can do nothing about And we also know that if we would open our eyes, we would see more opportunity for things that we could affect than we see now. And that's important 
as far as being a Christian is concerned. It's important in this subject that the pastor was talking about. It's important to righteousness because righteousness is not just not sinning. It's also doing the right thing. And I've used this illustration before. If you were to put me in a coma, a chemically induced coma, I would not be committing any acts of sin, but you could not say that I was being righteous because I was not committing any acts of righteousness either. And that's the key. And I find that we can be so wrapped up in the things that we do notice that we can't do anything about, that we don't do the tangible things that God has called us to do. And that's why I wanted to do this, because the profound response to Mr. Postman, and he is correct, that we know everything about that which with which we can do nothing about, we have one thing, and I hope in his book, Mr. Postman noted this, but we have one thing as people of God, people of prayer, is we can take those things that we know so intricately but can't do anything about and give them through prayer to the one who can do something about them. And balance of probabilities, as I like to steal from Sherlock, is he is doing something about them. We just haven't seen it yet or we haven't opened our eyes yet. So we have access in prayer to the one who can do what we can't do. And when I, and when I, said, I said this, and I've thought about this for the last couple of days, it reminded me of Jehoshaphat, whose city was, being, uh, was under siege. And he, he went to the Lord, he went to the temple, and he said, Lord, we are powerless against this great multitude. And then he said, and we don't know what to do, right? So that's where he's at. But then he says, our eyes are on thee. So I would encourage you, as you may feel yourself overwhelmed by things that you can't do anything about, take it to God in prayer and leave it with him in prayer. And the solution to the second part is equally as profound in our prayer life. We know from our mandate, biblically, what we are supposed to do, what God has called us to do individually and as a church. And if you haven't yet in your Christian life come to that spot where you know what he wants you to do, keep praying about it. But the other beautiful, profound part is we can say, Lord, open my eyes to all those injustices, all the the sin, Lord Jesus, all the hurting that I can do something about. Open my eyes to them. Give me direction from your word and then give me power, Holy Spirit, to direct those things. So Mr. Postman is right. We know everything about that which we can do nothing about. And we know nothing about that which we can do something about. And it is our position, our call as prayer servants to give him those things again. I know I'm repeating myself, but to give him those things we can do nothing about and rest and rest that he is working in them and then pray earnestly that he would show us how we can help the individuals around us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. We do thank you that there are wise men, 
wise people in the world who can say succinctly what we know is true and yet sometimes have a hard time articulating. So we bow before you. Every nation that this podcast is heard in, every nation that this podcast may be heard in in the future, we bow before you praying your divine mercies on our hearts and minds and souls to let us pray about the things that we are powerless to change and trust you for them and then keep our eyes open to see how you change them. And then, Holy God, open our eyes as well. Give us insight from the scriptures on everything you have called us to do for your glory. Lord, we saw just a few days ago that we are to let our light so shine before men that people will see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Lord, I commit myself to you in this. I commit everyone who hears now and in the future to this as well. Give us the peace that passes all understanding as we give our every anxiety to thee. Thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit again for today and your wisdom. Teach us, move us to worldwide prayer for the glory of God, the maturing of your church, and the spread of the gospel. We pray it in the name of the only one who can affect those things that we cannot, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. Our prayer is that the words quoted are instrumental in the growth of prayer in God's people. We wanted to give you a heads up on opportunities to increase the community of prayer servants that has been built over the last three years. Enhancements are coming to our community. Be looking for the Free Range Preacher News. For Fred and myself, have a blessed day.